Chapter 1 It's been another wild week for the White House. President Henderson has faced an unprecedented amount of negativity from the press, and now it's spilling over into the Congressional House. Democrats have put up staunch defenses regarding any executive actions or bills he has tried to pass. In what is being called a civil win for liberals, the executive action to limit protesters from taking to the streets has been blocked by a federal judge in New Hampshire. Judge Forstall said in a statement, The liberties that are protected by the First Amendment shall not be infringed upon, and that includes the right to protest. President Henderson has vowed that he will work to pass his agenda no matter what it takes if it means ensuring the safety of the American people. Thursday morning started out with an overloaded trouble ticket queue, a pissed-off customer, and a severe lack of caffeine. Bradley Adams' day only got worse from there. Little Jenny had been up most of the night with a cough and the sniffles, and he and Monica had taken turns tending to their daughter. Consequently, Bradley only slept for three and a half hours. The alarm annoyed him with its incessant beep. Nine minutes after pressing snooze, the damn thing chattered again. The next time it went off, he cracked open an eye and cursed because he had exactly twenty-eight minutes to get to work. His mad rush left little time to grab a cup of coffee, shave, or even shower. If he weren't already on his boss's shit list, Bradley would have simply called out. Instead, he hurried out the door, forgetting his ID badge, and to retrieve his conceal and carry, a Smith & Wesson M&P 9 shield, from the basement. He had intended to tuck it into his laptop bag before his wife got up. It was probably an offense that would get him fired, and his ass kicked by his wife, but Bradley felt like it was worth it, considering how badly things had degenerated in the country over the last few weeks. Then, the Bronco had given him trouble, acting like it was also planning to have a bad day. After cranking over the ignition five or six times, the engine finally fired up with a roar that was music to his ears. As the heater warmed up, the cabin filled with the smell of gas, thanks to almost flooding the carburetor. He backed out of his driveway, slammed on his brakes to avoid getting his rear end sheared off by a fast-moving station wagon, and then set his sleep-deprived eyes on the road. After arriving at the office, throwing his bag under his desk, and firing up his computer, he had less than a minute to spare. The next two hours had fled in a fog. He alternated between staring at the trouble ticket queue, closing his eyes for a few seconds in a vain attempt to snatch a respite, and then trying to appear busy any time his manager wandered by Bradley's cubicle. He really needed to focus and get back to work, but with the office buzzing about the unrest in Chicago, he had trouble concentrating on his job. That, and staying awake. More often than not, he found himself on a major news site reading the ticker at the top of the page, as well as news articles and opinion pieces. How was anyone supposed to get any damn work done with all the crazy stuff going on over the last month? Immigration bans, a new war in Syria on the horizon, the North Korean dictator posturing and making threats, not to mention the stock market in a nosedive, thanks to Chinese banks talking about calling in their debts from the U.S., Bradley tore his gaze away from the computer and got up to stretch his legs. It was after 10 a.m., and if he hustled, 
he could probably make it to the corner coffee stand and be back all within his fifteen-minute break. Instead, he got a call to head up to accounting. Great. Just fucking great. What fresh hell had Ed created this time? His desk was covered in computer parts, hard drives, a power supply that was missing its cover, a broken motherboard, and a strip of RAM that was scorched. One of them had been extracted from a computer on the seventh floor because it kept throwing errors. Piece of crap was made in Taiwan, and Bradley was surprised it still worked. Algertech was low on money, and they had to cut back on the IT budget. That meant when a part went bad, a replacement had to be salvaged from an old PC. Ordering new stuff was out of the question.